1: See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, Positively FedEx. Hi. Hello.
2: So hello, 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 hello. hello. Chup, 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 chup. are you ready to
3: hit that good news piñata and see what pops out? Let me take a <laughs> well first, the next time you're watching a Tom Cruise movie in a theater, look around because according to Digital Spy, Tom said that he loves sneaking into theaters to watch his movies with audiences. And guess what he uses as his big disguise? What? A baseball cap. Oh. Yes, that's exactly right. Now, Ross, let me yeah. just ask you a question. Uh huh. If you saw Tom Cruise in a movie theater, yeah. what
2: would you do? Uh-huh, okay. I thought about it. And I, of course, you wanna play it cool, right? I, would I don't not, know if I'm I, capable. I, but, I would yeah. not do that, that would not happen. No, I would be like, I'd come out and my tiny white. is like, na-na-na-na-na-na-na, yeah. Lights up, let's go, Tom Cruise. I don't know what I
3: would do. I would just, I mean, he is like, it's like him and John Oliver are uh-huh. like my,
2: just freak out. I know, well, and here's my question though. Why is he just wearing a baseball hat though? That doesn't seem like enough, you know? Like, I mean, right, okay, here, look. This is, hi, well, it's still me, right? Like so I think, just a suggestion, Tom Cruise. There you go, there you go. And then go watch a movie and like, who's that over there? It's not Tom Cruise.
3: <laughs> I think, Uh, My guess also is that people just don't assume
2: it's going to be him. Why would you, why would you, yeah, even if you, I'd be like, well that guy looks like Tom Cruise. There's no way. Exactly. All right, well next up, Good News Network reports on the incredible story of Elvis Francois, a sailor who survived four weeks stranded at sea with just a serving of soup, a packet of garlic, and a bottle of Heinz ketchup. That's all he had. And Heinz heard Elvis' story and they wanted to gift him a brand new boat. How cool is that? But they couldn't find him. (laughs) You guys, they could not find him. So, until a viral social media campaign, hashtag find the ketchup boat guy, went crazy. And they actually located Elvis and now uh, his new boat is on the way. How about that? (laughs) Elvis Elvis has Has been found. Can I also just give him credit for, like, you survived that long with, like, a a, a soup and some ketchup? I mean, I I go half an hour without a snack. I get hangry. How did you do that?
3: I don't know, but I love this story, and I have been tracking it, and Elvis has been found. And that just feels really good to say. And he's getting a new boat, courtesy of Hein. I want some fun. And this is a real happy ending. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. All right. Well, next, if you and your partner are having trouble getting in the mood, Well, this is interesting because your messy bedroom may be to blame. Apartment therapy reports on the kind of clutter sexperts agree can ruin the mood. Articles like loose paper and bills. Mm -hmm.
2: Mm -hmm.
3: Parking tickets. (laughs) Uh. Um, Electronics. Mm -hmm. Distracting. Mm -hmm. Um, And then pet stuff like cat toys and dog beds. Oh God. I couldn't agree more. Like, the only people who have been in my bed the last seven years are my dogs and cats. <laughs> if someone came over, I'd be like, get out! <laughs> oh, look at your dog, that's your bed. Th- this is what my bed always
2: looks like. Aww. I
3: know, it's the cutest, but I promise you, it, even Jeremy the bearded dragon.
2: <laughs> oh my God. Goes
3: on a walkabout and comes up on mom's bed. But listen. Mm. A a man comes over, you will not, you will think I own
2: no animals. Yeah, get that lizard out of my bed.
3: Like, literally, I I can't with the dog
2: watching and the cats walking around, that is a no-no for me. No, it's a no-no for me too. Listen, I'm pretty sure I'm still not doing it right. And you know, I'm confused half the time and you're gonna put obstacles in my way? It's not gonna work out, it's just not. I'm already like failing. Well, let's look
3: at your bedside table and just take a look and, and, okay, that looks very tidy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. By that, that picture, I would think that you're getting some really good stuff done in that bedroom. <laughs> no one
2: wants to think about it, right? Right? No, Stop well, I'm, thinking about it. I'm going it. to think about it a lot now. <laughs> All right. Finally, moving on. <laughs> uh, interesting engineering is reporting on a new solution to keep motorcyclists safe, and it's shocking. The solution they came up with is called airbag jeans. So look, they are, they are, this is a real thing. They're made by a Swedish brand called Mocycle and here's how they work. There's a tether that connects the jeans to the motorcycle and if God forbid the rider falls off, the tether activates a CO2 cartridge that inflates the pants like an airbag and protects the rider's lower body. Isn't that amazing? Yeah.
3: I love this. feels like, you know, really, really smart.
2: It is smart. I just want to know, like, do they work? Like, don't you want to see if they, in real life, if they work, if we... Do they? Well, (laughs) I happen to be wearing them right here. I was doing my research. There's real like CO2 cans like up in here. Have uh, you protected the jewels? Nothing is protecting anything, like, and so are you wearing a cup? I'm nothing, and I just I'm really believing in technology right now. All right, tell me when, Rossi. Okay, just just go. Okay, go. Ready? Just on three. One, two, three. Oh, oh! that I thought it was going to be. <laughs> things have moved and my voice is higher. I think I know how to do it right now, I think. That's right Rossi, wow. you got it going on now. Wow. And well, I think you should
3: wear those in the bedroom. <laughs> all right, next Christine Taylor is here, we're going to talk all things
0: terms apply
3: okay our first guest her and I just we go way back you know all the way back to the 90s and I made a love letter to her check this out Our 90s queen Christine Taylor's career started with some horsing around on a dude ranch as Melody Hansen in the cult classic Nickelodeon comedy, Hey Dude. Then she brought the 70s to the 90s starring as Marsha, Marsha, Marsha in the Brady Bunch movies. In 1999, she met her hilarious husband, Ben Stiller, and they shared the screen in the legendary films Zoolander, Dodgeball, and Tropic Thunder. They also share two amazing kids, Ella and Quinn. Today, Christine and her Hey Dude co-star, David Lasher, are giving us the 411 on all things 90s with their new podcast, Hey Dude, The 90s Called. And I had to save my fave for last because in 1998, Christine and I played cousins in The Wedding Singer. And I can't believe it's celebrating its 25th anniversary this Year. So take a chill pill, lean back in your inflatable chair, and enjoy this like totally nostalgic retrospective with Christine Taylor. Please welcome the host of Hey Dude, the 90s Club Podcast, my dear friend, Christine.
1: I believe
3: making that film, I know we had the best time
1: making it. The best. Oh my gosh. I mean, was it your first movie with Adam? Yes. So that was the beginning of an incredible collaboration, but I had never, like right from the audition when I went in, and I didn't audition with you, but I read for Adam and his crew. They were so funny and fun. And by the way, I never in a million years thought that I would get, because I was supposed to be the edgy, like really rock and roll. And I could not have been, like in, for me, in the 80s. I was like Miss Preppy. I was probably more like Glenn. That's
3: what's so interesting about filmmaking is you can be so unlike your characters and yet play them so well. <laughs> and ironically, <laughs> with that, will you play my favorite game with me, Behind the Scenes, so we can look at your body of work? Oh, yes! <laughs> it's Behind the Scenes! We're here right now, The Wedding Singer. Okay, now I'm always looking for juicy tidbits, fly on the wall moments, things nobody else knows, dirty details, um, anything that no one would know. Right. What's the first thing that comes to your mind on The Wedding Singer? Oh, oh, um. Which, wedding,
2: there we? Oh, oh my God. Oh! oh. oh. oh.
1: now we would be recreating
3: Exactly. All right, so is it true Adam asked Ben to play the fiance?
1: Ben Stiller, her husband. Uh, Yes, I heard. The one and only. (laughs) I heard, I remember when we talked about it, Ben said, you know, cause he had just done Happy Gilmore with Adam. You know, which was the ridiculous. The best. The nurse. <laughs> the was nurse abusing his the abusive, mother.
3: Yes. It's at my the... favorite. And he's out the window doing <laughs> yes. this. Yes. <laughs> like to the mom. It's my. He's. Yes. And they were buddies. He's like, How, would you like something? And she's he's like, so. I'd like a
1: warm glass. He's like, How about a warm, warm glass? So shut the hell up. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. Yeah, so um, Ben told me years later. He's like, Yeah. He. I, we had done Happy Gilmore, and Adam just called me one day, and Ben said he couldn't do it. He was doing something else at the time, but. Ima- imagine the weird sliding doors moment of it all. Would we no. have dated them I'm like, do Would we, need we to not go make that movie? <laughs> exactly. I mean,
3: God, do I love when you do films with your husband? I'm gonna crash right into my favorite film ever, Zoolander. <gasps> Matilda Jeffries,
1: <laughs> Mr. McGautier, Mr. McGautier, Matilda <laughs> Jeffries, <laughs> and then he calls you Matil. Uh, Matil, <laughs> can I call you Matil? Yeah. Oh gosh, that was so much fun. My, my joke with that movie was we had just gotten married and he was reading lots of actors for the part and I had, auditioned, I had auditioned for Meet the Parents. This is a little nugget of, and I didn't get the part. And we were like dating at the time. And I said- Another sliding doors moment. Another moment. And But I said, I'm not going to audition for, like it would be a job I would probably audition for, but I don't want to like put us through the discomfort of what if, they don't want to cast me in it, what if? So I sort of took myself out of it and it, it got offered to like ah, Sarah Jessica Parker and a lot of people who couldn't do it or for whatever reason. So I always joke that I was like fourth choice and cheap, which is <laughs> 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 oh my God! Um, but uh, no, we we had the best. That was a that was an. It's the best. It's it it's it's. People have grown to love it more and more with it's, every. There can be decade. no one else in this movie. You are Matilda Jeffrey. All right. Hey, dude. I mean, this was a show. It was a little series that we did in the middle of Tucson, Arizona that was for Nickelodeon before Nickelodeon was Nickelodeon. It was really, we were like the first, one of the first. It was like this and you can't do that on television. Exactly. So we just, we didn't know people were watching it. We didn't know people, we were living in our little bubble. And then, you know, we moved out there into the world. And it took like a decade for for any of the fans to kind of grow up and be out there in the world to say like, I loved you on Hey Dude. I loved that show. I know, it was you my and your partner hood. have a podcast. Yeah, it was my, he was my hey co-star. Hey Dude, the 90s call. Yes, Hey Dude, the 90s called. I, I mean, it, this was just one of those it, we reunited at a, at, a, um, at, at, at a TV festival, which was, I think, the 25th anniversary of that show. Okay, wait, we have to go to a quick commercial break, but when we come back, will you talk about
3: like family stuff with me? Because I, I have a lot of questions and I think I could learn a lot from you. Yeah. All right, okay, we'll be right back. <laughs>
4: It's a thoughtful way to celebrate their accomplishments and make the occasion even more special. Visit MMS.com to create your own personalized gifts and party favors for graduations, weddings, birthdays, and more. That's MMS.com. Use code WONDERY to receive 15% off your next order.
3: Okay, we are back with the one and only Christine Taylor. Okay, let's get into it is it true that you and Ben like separated and then you know reconnected in the pandemic yeah is that not every person's fantasy I, that you will find I, your way back how how did you do
1: it i i feel so lost i mean i it was a it was for us we you know we got married very quickly after meeting each other we we knew each other 6 months got engaged we were married within a year and then had Ella the next year and i think for us like life just, you, you, especially in this business and careers and, you know, a lot of work and, you know, family was always a priority, but I think Ben and I both sort of started to grow in different directions. And when we made the decision to separate, it was not something we wanted to talk publicly about. It was not something we we took lightly either. It was sort of like, we're both at sort of this impasse of like, let's figure out what's best, like what is best for us at this chapter in our lives? And this is going back a three or four years and that time apart for each of us to sort of get to know who we are, like I think we have these growth spurts even as adults and I feel like we needed just some time to figure that out. So, you know, as the, and always stayed a family unit, always went, continued to do things together, continued to see shows together. Um, birthday parties, all of it, all of it. Um, and so, you know, that when the pandemic hit and we all had to sort of figure out where we were gonna hunker down, we all ended up in the our house together <laughs> with two teenagers <laughs> and, um, and, you know, we found, this way back of like, we had so much time to talk. We had time to, there was nothing, there were no other distractions. So I, it was a really special time for us, for the family. I mean, it was, you know, it was all done. It, it just happened organically it and naturally. It shifted so for much us. in yeah. all of us and our perspective
3: yeah. and our time and the way we live our life. I mean, that is just so wonderful.
1: And how are things now? What's the dynamic just like with so you and good. Ben? good. I mean, I feel like when you've lived a lifetime with someone and, you know, we have, and there's history and there were black, like we learned as we were going along, you know, together. And I think there's just a, a freedom in that. There's a freedom in the comfort of, you know the this That's this relationship so and the commitment and just also knowing that and we real. also have to take care of ourselves and it, does it make things better it does it it i mean if you can do it it's hard I I can't thank you enough. Yeah. yeah. I love the journey
3: of life and every single thing in it. Yeah. I love it so much. Well, you are,
1: that is your, you are sharing that with the world too. I think you're giving people the the permission to do that. Like you are, you just are like, appreciate the little stuff. If you see that, then the entire endeavor is validated. Thank you, Christine. (laughs) I'm
3: not kidding. It's cool. this wonderful, beautiful, challenging life out. That is it. And 25 years we've known each other. And I'm so happy that you have this wonderful new endeavor with your podcast, Hey Dude, the 90s called. It's on iHeartRadio, check it out. Christine Taylor, I loved you then, I love you now. Thank you everybody, we'll be right back. in a minute, don't you hate it when your food sticks to your stainless steel pan? Well, TikToker, Legenia Burden, um, is showing us how to prevent that, and all you need is a drop of water. I have to
4: see this. Are you one of those who hates cooking with stainless steel because your food always sticks? Well, that used to be me until I learned how stainless steel works. Check this out. We're going to use the laden frost effect to determine if our skillet is ready to receive food or not. So we're going to start out by heating it on medium high heat. And we're going to add a drop of water in. If it sizzles and bubbles like this, that means your skillet is not ready. Let it get a little bit more heat to it. Don't turn the heat up. Just let it sit and get a little bit more heat to it. So it's been about a minute, and we're gonna do the test again. We're gonna add in a drop of water, and what we're looking for is something similar to a little mercury ball, just like this. So if your water is doing this in the skillet, that lets us know our skillet is hot enough and ready to receive our food. Make sure you wipe the water out of the skillet before you add any oil.
3: Wow, the Bearden! then Brilliant, I've never seen my water dance in my pan and I cannot wait to go home and try this. Thank you so much everybody for choosing to spend your time with us. If you're here, if you're at home, if you're on the go, we make this show for you so just take it with you because it's all yours.